Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 28, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. welcome everyone um here we are again and how is it up in the lovely leicestershire jay it is humid and warm up in the lovely (laughs) leicestershire (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i mean it's nice that we haven't got that really hot weather we had before which was it was it was an interesting um but then again are we ever are we ever in England? Are we ever happy with the weather? Um, I don't think we are, to be honest. <laughs> oh, it's we raining. moan when it's too hot. We oh. moan when it's raining. We moan when it's cold. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah. I like the weather. I like the changes in the weather. I like the heat and the sun. Um, the humidity, mm, don't like quite so much. But uh, but I also like the winter. I love I love it when we get snow. We don't get snow often enough these days. And when um, when we have the the real hoar frosts, I think it makes the world look very beautiful. Yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah. Are we ever satisfied? I don't know that we are. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the season's very important, and I I love all of them. I mean, I think I agree. And in some ways, I prefer the winter. Uh, autumn's my favourite. Out of I all love of the colours of the autumn. Yeah, autumn's my favourite, and I love spring coming out of winter. Summer's probably. If I were to have to put them in order, summer's probably my least favourite, but it's it has its place and it's lovely. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah no, it's 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 all good. It reminds us of change, doesn't it? And it does. How everything's always changing. Change is inevitable. Previously, yeah. <laughs> but today's topic is anger. <laughs> It'll look at it. <laughs> anger. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. So. Here we I have go. to say, I was a very angry person as a, when I was younger. There was always a lot that, that made me angry and frustrated. And, and I still have moments when I get frustrated with things. Um, but anger, anger is, a, is an emotion that, that, that can create all sorts of horrible situations. Um, but it can also sometimes give you the strength to deal with something that perhaps you've struggled to deal with. Yeah. Um, so, so there's kind of good things and bad things with anger. I think it's it's the way that you handle it. It's the way that you express it that's important um, because you don't want it to be destructive and it can be very destructive if you're not careful. Yeah, it can be very self-destructive and it can be destructive to others. Definitely. Depending how you channel it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and my way of, of dealing with my anger was actually to um, to attend karate classes. And that, that was the way when I was younger um, that I actually was able to, to channel my anger and to, to kind of clear it in, in a way that worked for me at the time and, and keep my stress levels down. And certainly people that are, are very stressed, and I experience this, if you're very stressed, it's very easy to get tipped over the edge into to anger if something triggers you. Um, but but anger, when you're, when you're angry, you're not in your heart. 
I feel you're not in your heart. Okay, I was just seeing how I felt about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that doesn't mean that that you shouldn't experience anger, and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't uh, you should let things go without saying something because it's made you cross. But it's the way that you deal with it. It's the way that you allow yourself to experience it. And if we if we allow ourselves to get really angry, it moves us out of our heart, and then we say things and do things that we probably shouldn't. Whereas if we can if we can take that moment to calm down and certainly when I was dealing with children when they lived at home years ago if I got angry or if one of them got angry my way of dealing with things was to be right time apart let's calm down and then we can deal with the situation because if you're in an angry state then you spark off each other and and you know that's not it's not helpful um, it's but it's learning to recognize when you when your anger's starting to come up to the surface so that you can kind of nip it in the bud and drop back into your heart and you know when we're being heart centered um, we learn to let go of things that perhaps if we weren't in our hearts we wouldn't let go of it's kind of knowing which battles to to actually fight and mm -hmm. which ones to let go of I think there's a few things in this the first is that like vibration attracts like vibration. So if someone, you know, if you're if you're in a good mood or, or whatever, and your partner comes home and they're in a bad mood and they start getting all, oh, I've had a rubbish day at work and rah, 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 it can bring you down. It can pull up the anger within you, um, particularly if they then start taking it out on you because we go into defensive mode and so it's it's all. It's tied up um, in the human form with um, fight or flight. So it, it, the, the whole mm. point of anger is to increase the adrenaline flow and the oxygen to the muscles and to, to either run or to have the strength to fight. You said at the beginning, you know, sometimes it can give us the strength to move through something. So absolutely. Um, the trouble is that if, if somebody is angry, firstly, that can... Um, ignite the anger within us if someone's being angry to us towards us the other thing is that when you go into anger you go into reaction because again part of the fight or flight response you go into reactive mode so you're not thinking you're not in that place of is what I'm saying relevant is it kind and is it necessary you're in that place of just reacting and rah, just to, to to get it out and you're not looking at the bigger picture and i think something else that you said as a child so my way of of uh you may remember this actually my way of uh, particularly in my teens and early 20s was squash of, of releasing stress and, and yeah. i used to play squash three times a week uh, with you sometimes and as we get older what i've noticed is i don't get angry as much anyway I think yeah. we are we are much more tolerant to actually that doesn't matter that's just whatever. Um, whereas when we're younger, we don't necessarily understand to that level mm. that actually the things we're getting angry about don't matter. So when you understand that what somebody else does or says towards you is actually their issue, it's a projection or it's a reflection or or, or whatever. Yes, there might be a learning in there but it's their stuff, not yours. Mm. 
then fine. You want to be angry at me, you go and be angry at me, but just go and do it somewhere else. You know, rather than getting dragged into that whole anger environment, that anger energy. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes, because because the universe is a, is a mirror for us, sometimes if you've got somebody that's a really angry person that's kind of connected with you, it might just be to flag up in you that you've still got stuff. Anger issues. There, anger issues there. And it, it might not be a major issue for you, but the universe is just saying to you, just remember, you need to look at this. You need to look at that because you have anger issues. They just don't appear as often as they perhaps used to. And I would agree that as you get older, I, I certainly don't, I don't lose my temper anything like I did when I was a lot younger in my twenties and what have you. Um, I don't fight. I, I, and I did used to kind of fight a lot of battles that probably I didn't need to. <laughs> probably I should have looked at and gone, you know what? It's not worth it. But where I was on my journey at that point in time, I felt I had to and, and I let things trigger me and, and upset me. But having done a lot of work on myself and having kind of matured over the last however many years, I, I find that it takes a lot to really trigger me these days. I don't get angry like I used to. And, um, and usually I can recognise when something's upsetting me so that I deal with it rather than allow it to fester and, and then become a big problem. Yeah. There's, um, there's a, there's a thing around boundaries with anger. Um, so we can get angry because someone's overstepped our boundaries. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's their fault because we may not have asserted our boundaries or, or um, clarified our boundaries with that person in the right way. So there can be an element of that. Um, so it can be a boundary issue. It could also be, and in I think in a lot of cases that I've dealt with with other people um, over the last few years, there's a lot of ego involved in anger. There's a lot of um okay let me give you an example so if you think of a road road situation whether you've had one happen to you or not doesn't matter but so you're driving along and someone pulls in in front of you so you're on the motorway and someone overtakes you pulls in in front of you uh, or, or cuts in in front of you in a dangerous way i'm not just talking about you know in a filter lane or anything so in a dangerous way and you respond to that by just flashing your lights. Or, so you're not angry, you're not anything. You're just flashing your lights to say, oh, hang on a minute, that was a bit. And they slam their brakes on, they get out of the car, they start shouting at you. Then that person who's got angry is doing so or can be doing so quite often because there's something deep down that they know they've done wrong. They know that they shouldn't have done what they did. Mm. But they then project it onto to the other person of how dare you flash at me what's your problem blah 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 and that whole anger comes up because there's an ego thing going on here how dare you tell me how i should or shouldn't drive that's probably one of the easiest ways to explain what i mean so so anger can be an ego thing it can also just be a trigger um from a gestalt so um 
when we first experience an emotion, so going back to the womb cell, whatever level, when we first experience an emotion, our subconscious mind might not know what to call it, but labels kind of labels it and says, right, this emotion has happened and this thing has happened, this feeling. And when that feeling happens again, it's like, oh, we've had that before. That's here. And as we yeah. go through, we then pick up that it's anger or sadness or fear or hurt or guilt or, or, or happiness or joy or whatever it is. And as we go through life, our subconscious mind links these things together. So it's like, oh, anger. Oh, anger. Oh, anger. And it builds it up. So it's like building layers on an onion, if you like. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. What can happen then in later life at some point is something really insignificant, relatively speaking, can be the spark that ignites all of that pent up anger going back historically through your lifetime to suddenly it all comes out. I mean, the the, the classic um, sort of kind of a joke, it's a cliche, I suppose, is the the couple having an argument over one partner squeezing the middle of the toothpaste tube instead of the end of the toothpaste tube. At the end of the day, does it really matter where the toothpaste is squeezed? It's not a big thing. And yet it could be something like that that causes this massive row. But it's not about the toothpaste tube. It's the trigger of all of this anger that hasn't been released, the layers of anger that haven't been released through the lifetime. And one of the things I do with NLP is is to do is to clear um, residual or trapped emotion uh, of yeah. anger, sadness, fear, hurt, and guilt, particularly. Um, and I know you know we do it with healing as well. We release Absolutely. all of yeah, the negative. A lot of that negative emotion, you know, definitely. Anger has a place. It, it's not a bad thing in certain circumstances. You know, it's it's one of our. As I say, it can lead to fight or flight, it, putting us into that thing uh, that place of getting ready to either fight so the anger gives us the strength to actually take on the person or it gives us the strength to run away or, or whatever it might be yeah it's when it becomes an unreasonable proportionately unreasonable to the event that's happening that it can be causing problems and and people get really angry can yeah they? yeah absolutely I, I know when um when my children were small when they used to have um, temper tantrums, <laughs> I, I would pop them up in their bedroom and just get them to calm down. I'd say to them, um, it's okay to be angry and I still love you, but it's not okay with the behaviour that you're displaying, you know, and they started lashing out and, and that kind of thing going on. So that they understood that it was okay to experience that emotion because we need to experience all the different emotions, mm-hmm. but we need to let them go um, and not hold on to them. And and it it you know it's been very easy I think for humans to to hold on to these emotions um, from different experiences and as you described then they build up layers of of the and and it sits there and it sits there and it sits there until something just tips the balance and and then there's an explosion and and we don't want to be in that situation where there's an explosion it's uh, you know it's turning around and saying. I don't like what you did. It's made me feel angry. And then saying to yourself, why do I feel angry? Mm. Why is it? What is it that's upset me about that? Why do I feel like that? So that you can kind of come to an understanding of, of what it is and stop it from, from you know, 
um, turning into resentment, or, and, or... and then becoming resentment. Absolutely, yeah. um, and and you don't want resentment sitting underneath because it just festers and festers and festers. Um, so so it's having an awareness, isn't it, of how you're feeling, of what what you're feeling, and then um, being willing to look at it and say to yourself, "Why do I feel like this?" what is it about that situation that's made me feel angry yeah and it might be a reflection of something that you need to look at it might be the other person's issue projecting what they need to look at onto you yeah but holding on to resentment or or holding on you know being resent having resentment for three or four years or, or 10 years or 20 years towards somebody all you're doing is trapping that emotion inside you that negativity inside you and it's more likely then to manifest itself into something physical, some physical illness or problem or, or you know, yeah. depending where the energy gets trapped, it can cause all sorts of problems down the line. So we want to be releasing as much negativity as we possibly can every day so that we we are in this place of that we talked in the last episode about being in the now and being in the, in the heart centre if you're in the now and in your heart center and coming from a place of love, then there is no place for anger in that moment unless it's warranted and meant to be in that moment. Does that make sense? Because yeah. a lot of anger comes from something that happened in the past or something that's been triggered because of something that happened in the past. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's actually I hadn't really thought of it like that before, but yeah, yeah it does feel right um and and if it if you're in the moment then you should be able to actually have the discussion that's needed to stop that anger from becoming an issue shouldn't you yeah because you respond you respond to the situation rather than reacting so if you can take that step back which is why what you said about you know, if, if particularly if two people are angry and they're having a, or potentially going to have an argument, the best thing you can do if you're really both like that is to take a step back. And so go off into different rooms. One of you go out for a walk, go into the garden. I don't know. Just don't stay together until you've had that time to calm down, because then you can get back into your heart center and you can actually then talk to each other rationally rather yeah. than. And, and when you're when you're angry, it, it your perspective won't be a true perspective of what's gone on and you can't when you're really angry you can't look at things from more than one perspective you just it's almost like tunnel vision, tunnel vision yeah um and then then you're just completely in react mode and and that's not healthy um but when when you are angry and it's okay to feel that emotion it's um it's important to take a step back um allow yourself time to calm down allow yourself time to go inward and and understand why you feel angry especially if it's um, an argument with two different people so that between two different people so that you can go to that other person and say okay this made me very angry and this is why it made me very angry and i understand that it's my stuff or whatever Mm. it it is, but then you can have a rational conversation that's heart-led rather than um, um, a, a throwing of, a, you know, a war almost going on with, with a big argument and, and a lot of negativity being thrown backwards and forwards and, and 
unpleasantness that that doesn't need to be there because we're all on a we're all on our own journeys and and different things will trigger different people and um understanding that that it's giving us an opportunity for growth it's giving us an opportunity to learn when somebody makes us angry it's giving us an opportunity for growth but to understand that growth we need to say to ourselves why am i feeling like this mm. what is it really what is it really that's triggered me or if that's been triggered that i need to look at is it the way that people have treated me in the past is it the fact that i didn't stick with my boundaries and and you know wasn't firm enough about something is it something else is it is it guilt that's sitting inside me because of something i did and that you know in the past and and I, and i haven't let go of yeah. there, there's so many different possibilities that it could be but um but taking that step back and calming down doing something to calm down whether that's just uh going in another room for a while um and taking some deep breaths and and doing something to bring yourself um back down into a, a calmer state or whether it's going out into nature or, or whatever it might be but it's so important to get calmed down before yeah. you actually deal with anything so you know if if, if um um you know you've had an email at work and your boss has made you really angry from the way that that email has come across don't respond don't react to it yes. um, take that time out go to the loo pop outside take a deep breath calm down because actually the boss might have had a bad day and the way he's written the email has come across or she uh, has not come across in the way that he wanted it to it's just come out because he's not actually taken that time to get back in the moment um so you know there's there's so many sort of possibilities around things um and it's not always you know when we we get triggered yes if we're triggered by something there's probably something we need to look at but it may also be that that other person needs to look at stuff as well and and actually having a battle with them is not the way to to actually deal with it in a in a kind loving way it's taking that step back it's calming down having a discussion this is how it's made me feel and this is why i feel it's made me feel like that this is how it's made me feel you know so that so that you can have that conversation that understanding um so that so that you don't trigger each other again and this i'm talking in a particularly in you know where somebody's having a row with somebody yeah but, I mean, but there's um the thing to remember is that we all filter stuff so the boss going back to your example of the boss the boss writing the email will be writing it from wherever he is in his head at the time he or she um it doesn't mean that it was intentionally nasty. It might be, depending where that person is at that particular moment, but it might not be. But it might just be a, a, a case of whatever, this is what I want you to do, or this is what needs to be done. The person reading it on the receiving end will be filtering that message through their filters and their experiences and the mood and the emotion that they're feeling in that particular moment. So somebody comes to work happy, up with the joys of spring gets into work reads the email oh, oh yeah that's okay okay fine someone that's had an argument with their partner before coming to work had a, a, a rubbish journey because of traffic jams or whatever gets to work in a bad mood will read that and filter it in a completely different way because they're coming from a different place so taking that pause going away going outside going to make yourself a coffee just take yourself off to the loo or, or whatever just for a few minutes breaks that 
breaks that thing for you in, in times um, in time for you to, to give you time for you to just calm down. Okay, I'm triggered by that. Something's filtered. It's probably my filters or something's going on. You know, my state of mind as well is at play here. It's not just that person and the way they've sent it. It's how mm. we've read it because the intention that they put might not be the intention we're taking from it because yeah. of our beliefs, experiences, you know, blah, 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 as we've talked about before. Communication is such a, <laughs> such a tricky one um, because we all have a responsibility. You know, the two people talking each have a responsibility to make sure that the point is put, a, if there is a point to make, that the point is put across in a, as a kind, loving way and not misinterpreted by the other person. Yes, but you can't guarantee how the other person's going to interpret the information, can you? And and um, and and that's why it is our own responsibility to be as kind and loving in everything that we do and say as possible, yeah. so that so that we're not yeah, so that we're mindful of, of how and how the other person may respond or react to what we're doing or saying and and you know sometimes if we're you know a bit busy we've got a lot going on and, and I know I've done it not intentionally at all but I've said things quickly or written a quick text um to to something and the way it's come across is not the way I intended it but it sparked somebody because it's because of the way that they've interpreted it and it, it would never be my intention to do that but you know if we if we aren't fully centered, if we aren't in the moment, if we aren't in our heart centers, it's very easy to do that um, and, and trigger things. And, and again, you know, um, when, we're, when we're not in our heart centers, it, it's very easy to react to things rather than respond. And, and when you're in your heart, um, you, you learn to let go of things that you don't really need to be worrying about or getting upset about because they're not worth the energy um and and that way then you you can filter through what's important to deal with and respond to it rather than react to it i think that's the that's the important thing the the key to this part this this topic i think uh, is just checking in with yourself Mm. in fact a lot of the topics we talked about not just this one but checking in with yourself and where am i emotionally on this scale of emotion where am i am i angry or frustrated or irate or or am i happy and joyful and or somewhere in the middle and yeah if i'm angry then let go and calm down and and what's going on here you know if you're joyful and happy keep being joyful and happy (laughs) unless you don't want to um but it's uh something else just popped into my mind was it's interesting and again this is because you haven't got control over the other person but have you ever been asking a question, but have you ever been in a situation where someone's angry at you and you're just calm and relaxed and you're like, yeah, you know, whatever. They don't like it. They don't like it at all because it. I don't like it. And and I've done that with, with um, Alice, my daughter, when she was in her teens. <laughs> and she was, she was kind of a mirror of me when I was that sort of age as well. And I remember being very calm and, 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 and she actually got quite upset about it. And I said to her afterwards, why why did you behave like that and she said she said i really wanted an ang- a, an argument with you mum because it would have relieved my stress 
And mm. for her, it was a way of getting everything out to have that argument, which I thought was quite an interesting thing from a 15 year old, which she was mm. at the time. Mm. And I wasn't going to argue with her because I didn't want to get drawn into all of that. Um, and, and now it's quite interesting because now if she's upset about something, I know to leave her alone yeah. and let her process it. And and then she'll come to me and she'll say, mom, can we have a chat about this? Because she's ready to to talk to me properly about it without all the, the, the emotion tied up around whatever it happens to be. Um, and, and I know her well enough to know that the best thing to do is just leave her alone. And then she'll she'll calm down and then we can talk properly. Um, doesn't happen as much these days as it used to. But but yeah, it was it was quite it was quite an eye opener for me when she actually turned around and said, I wanted an argument because it relieves my stress. And this is where a lot of stuff um, had built up over a, a period of time with her. And she was she just needed to release that anger. But I didn't want it thrown at me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing releasing the energy the releasing the emotion is absolutely the right thing to do it's it's finding ways to do it that doesn't involve somebody else yeah and whether that's you know go and stand in the middle of a field and scream or go and sit in your car and shout or shout into a pillow or i don't know take up yeah. karate or take up karate squash or go, or go and, and have yeah, a run or go to the or gym yeah and any use, of those things are a good way of actually channeling that that energy and, and and putting it to good use to to yeah. a beneficial use yeah absolutely so, yeah there you go okay yeah anger interesting See, even interesting. talking about anger i haven't got angry it's, it's funny because it's just not that i would have got angry but it's just life is so chilled it's great <laughs> when you're in the moment I, i've certainly i've certainly had experiences where i've got angry about something i've kind of left something and left it and left it and then i've got angry about it and then i've gone i need to deal with this and having that anger has actually given me the strength to go actually i can deal with this it's okay to deal with it no this isn't right it's not it's not acceptable um so so i think you know there just kind of for the flip side there, there is times when being angry about a situation or a circumstance can just make you deal with something and and you know when you don't deal with things the universe has a bit of a habit of bringing it to you again and again and again, again until you go <laughs> okay I'll deal with it now um so so I've certainly had experiences where where me being angry about something and usually it's because I know that I should have dealt with it a long time before has actually then given me the strength to go, actually, you know what, I am going to deal with this now and let's get this sorted out. And actually, that's a very interesting point. And funny how we come towards the end, but in terms of time, but a lot of anger we project onto other people, but it's because yeah. we're angry at ourselves. With ourselves, absolutely. And I think that's the, that's, so the key. like I said, with the, the, the road rage scenario, it was the driver who cut in that got angry with the person behind them is because they were angry at themselves because they knew at some subconscious level that they had done a dangerous yeah. maneuver or they, you know, what, Absolutely. And, and certainly when I've, I've been angry, I've been angry with myself because I haven't dealt with something or I haven't, you yeah. know, looked at things in the way I should have done. Um, and, and, and so I've got angry with myself and you know, we've all projected anger out onto yeah. others, haven't Absolutely. we? But actually, it's it's 
it's because we know we should have done something or said something in a different way to the way that we actually dealt with it yeah so anger has its place it has a it, it, there's a reason for it it's not like it's it's not you know it's um not like it's irrational necessarily but look at the reason for it and is it something yeah. that is being highlighted to you that you need to deal with is it because it's triggered something from your past is it because it's actually the other person projecting onto you and you're responding to that but just try and take that step back and release it and get back into your heart center so you can actually find the way to move forward with it whether that the, the right response to it rather than yeah. reacting yeah cool absolutely. lovely okay then thank you very much for your time joe it's been great chatting to you again today and uh until next time it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him mm -hmm.